Hello, and welcome back to the I Don't Have It Figured Out podcast. My name is Richard Thomas, and I don't have it figured out. In episode one, I talked about how figuring it all out can often become a toxic pressure that breaks a lot of people, uh, me included. Today, I'm going to be talking about the process, um, what that is, what that means, and healthy pressure and managing that. I'm actually really excited about this one. I think it's going to be good, so please stick around. At the end of the episode, I'm going to give you a preview of what next time's topic could be, but as proven by this episode, does not necessarily mean it's set in stone, so I'm kind of letting the spirit guide me on this one, so it's all subject to change, and that's okay. I can dig that. And now, episode two, the process and healthy pressure. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. So, the process, the unavoidable process, that is, and healthy pressure. Two critical things that have to be present in order to move forward. These are two things that I am very, very passionate about, and I'm sure it'll kind of bleed into other episodes of this podcast. I think that recognizing the process and managing healthy pressure is like the foundation of a lot of what I believe. It's really what inspired this podcast, to be honest with you. And, you know, I'm still learning and growing every day. I don't have everything figured out, and I don't think I ever will. But these are the, the, two, the two things that I'm going to be talking about today is kind of what brought me to this point. So when I say process, I'm referring to the process of growth and change. This is something you can't cheat, you can't avoid, and it's crucial in order to be healthy. Uh, so this really could be growth and change in any area of your life, whether that is mental, physical, spiritual, or relational. Uh, the hardest thing to do is to look the problem in the face. And it's hard no matter what category it falls into. And what I mean by problem, I mean like something that you see that you need to get better in or improve on or something that uh, you see that's an issue and it's causing other issues in your life. That's what I mean by problem. And something that I had to learn is that these problems aren't going to get better by themselves. And there is no right time to deal with them. And it took me, it took me time to figure this out. Uh, and, I, and I'm still, it's still hard because depending on what you're struggling with, it can be really hard to look at that and be like, okay, this is something I need to work on. It takes time. For many things that I struggle with, whether it's personal, physical, spiritual, relational, I had trouble just sitting with it. And what I mean is I had trouble sitting and coming to a realization that I had a problem that I needed to address. And I had, and I still struggle with this because it's, it's hard to look at something in your life, especially within yourself, and acknowledge that there's a problem or that you're lacking or in need of improvement. 
And so being real with myself and being honest was a game changer. The less that I tried to avoid facing the areas that I needed to grow and the things that I needed to change, the unrest that I was feeling like all the time began to calm down. And like even now, I can tell when I'm avoiding addressing something in my life because I start feeling that unrest creep back in. Now, being real and honest with yourself and facing the problem doesn't mean that I'm going to let this problem or issue take over me and my mental sanity, right? Like facing a problem or recognizing an area that needs change doesn't mean that I'm going to excess over it to the point of complete exhaustion because that's just as unhealthy as if you were avoiding it or ignoring it. Like if you're, if, if, if I was looking at something that I, I knew I needed to grow and change in and I just started obsessing over it and letting it take control of my every thought and every, you know, passing moment, that's, that's hard. That's hard for anybody to deal with. I think that's impossible for anybody to deal with. So that's, that's not, that's not what I'm, that's, that's, that's not what I mean. But something that I have learned more about and I'm still continuing to learn is patience and self-talk. So patience as in the fact that I'm not going to grow, change, or solve the issue overnight. Patience in the fact that my path is not going to look like someone else's, even if they're struggling with the same thing that I am. And patience in the fact that my path is going to be up and it's going to be down, it's going to be imperfect, but that's okay. And then with that, I add in self-talk. So in social work, this is probably one of the coolest things that I learned in social work. I, I learned that the way that we say things in our minds has so much, so much power on our own perspectives. Some things that's something that's easy to do and I still need to work on and I need to check my friends and family on is never, never give self-hate a voice. Never. Even if you're even if you feel like you don't mean it, it's nevertheless damaging. <laughs> and what I mean that like mean by that is like you just self like if you it almost is it's almost has more weight than if someone else was saying mean things about you like to an extent depending on who you are and this affects different people different ways so i'm not trying to say this is a blanket term for everybody but if someone's saying like mean things to you and about you and you know if you're a, you if you're a, if if you have the ability to let that roll off you then that's fine. But like if you then are saying those things about yourself and you believe those things about yourself, even in passing jest, that is internally doing the same damage as if some as if somebody else was saying those things about you. So and like I said, this affects different people different ways. And some some people, the outward hurts more than the inward. But nevertheless, 
saying self-hateful things about yourself is is on par with the damage of hearing someone saying it about you. And so that's why it's so important not to have that in your head ever. And you, it's even if you feel like even if you feel like you don't mean it. And when it comes to the things that you wish to change or or grow, take out fixing and eliminating the problem in your self-talk and and your mindset. Replace it with instead of I want to fix this or I want to eliminate this or I want to stop this or whatever it is, replace it with I want to get better. And then start picking progressive goals on how to get better. Break down what getting better would look like and then and and then and and visualize it and then when you evaluate your progress don't look to see if the problem is fixed or gone but see how have i grown how have i gotten better right and that is huge that is so so huge to switch it switching the mindset from i need to f- I need to fix this to I want to get better and then being able to look back on okay how am I getting better even if even if the even if the problem isn't gone right like you're still getting better and that's what's important some things that's that's hard for me to remember but it's so important especially when you're determined to work on something is to be careful to not Look at every mistake during your growth slash quest to be better as a restart button, as a restart button, (laughs) because it's not. Even when it feels like it is sometimes, it, 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 it takes sitting for a while and remembering where you have come and finding every inch of growth you have picked up along the way to build your strength back up, to keep pushing forward. So look for the lesson in the mistake rather than focusing on just just the mistake. And and when and and when I I know it's I know it's easy to say that like when you when you when you if you, if you're working on something and if you want to grow and you want to change something and get better, it's easy to you know, it, and, and I'm not saying that this isn't right, but it's easy to think, well, you know, you know, God gives us a clean slate and he does like God wipes away the mistakes that we've made in the past when we come to him. Right. But for us here on earth, I think it's really important for if we're working on something to not if we slip up and mess up and make a mistake to not think that it throws us back to the beginning. Yes, God has wiped it away and it's and it's 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 forgotten in his eyes, right? But for us, like we don't want to think that oh, yeah, now I'm starting way back at the beginning and I have to start over in my growth. No, instead look at okay, I fell down here. That doesn't mean I am starting over. Let me like let me look how I didn't fall here and how I didn't fall here and how I've grown here. And if let let's say my my thing that I want to work on is not lose my temper, right? But then 
in two weeks time, I lose my temper again. And I could think, man, I didn't have I, if I think that I'm starting over because I failed, then it's like, man, did I, have I grown at all? But like, I'm completely ignoring the two weeks where I didn't. And so I have to look at those and be like, okay, in these two weeks, what were some things that I did to get better? And how was I able to control my, my temper here or here? And then looking at that as a way to build myself back up so that I can hold on to the strength to keep moving forward. So we have choices. If you don't already know now, over time, you're going to see areas where you need to grow and the weaknesses you have. Then you can choose to ignore and walk away, which is super addictive. And I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say something. Don't get addicted to ignoring the things that you need to work on in your life because it's so easy. It's so, it's so easy to just get addicted to, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm going to ignore this right now. I'm not going to think about it. It's so easy to get addicted to doing that. So we can either choose to walk away and ignore it or to accept it, accept it and fight. I find peace in knowing that where I am is not going to be forever, right? Where I am is different to where I was. I'm not who I was. And who I am is not yet all that I can be. And that's where the healthy pressure comes in. The healthy pressure comes from the commitment to keep getting up and pushing forward. However that looks for you. The only time we are not growing or moving forward is when we decide to stop getting back up. And sometimes it takes time to get back up. And when you do, you aren't thrown back to the beginning. And like I said, God erases your mistakes. But for us, we need to look to how we have grown up to that point and move forward from there. Because discouragement is so easy. And every time you fall and think that you start over, it's just less and less of a chance that you are going to be able to get back up the next time, right? So find some way, some small way that you have grown or gotten better from the last time you fell and then own that and keep pushing, crawling, and dragging yourself forward. And allow God in. Right? Allow him in. Because if you haven't already accepted him in, in your life, he's never not there. He's always there. He's literally watching from the side of the field, watching you get pushed back and down yard after yard after yard. So bring him into the huddle, right? This is kind of like a sports metaphor. So like bring him into the huddle and let him start running some plays. Because, I mean, he's written like the greatest playbook ever. And... And let him get involved because I guarantee you the plan that he has is beyond anything we could ever, ever imagine. And so I want to read 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I'm going to start at verse 1 and then I'm going to skip to a couple of verses. And so 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 1. 
Therefore, since God, in His mercy, has given us this new way, we never give up. We, re we reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We don't try to trick anyone or distort the word of God. We tell the truth before God, and all who are honest know this. If the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. You see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay, jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. And here's, here, here, here we go. We're going to get into it right now. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. I'm going to jump to verse 16. That is why we never give up. Through our bodies are, though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small, and won't last very, very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. I love that verse so much. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. Let God in. I mean, it's impossible to, to, to go about this process alone. And what we may think our end product may be and where we might see ourselves is not even comparable to where God wants us to be or what God wants for us. Embrace the things that you do for self-care. If you like music like I do, listen to music. If you like going outside and spending time outdoors, do that. Recognize when you need to be by yourself. Sometimes, you, sometimes, you, sometimes we need that and sometimes I know I do. Recognize that and then recognize times when you definitely need to be around people, being around close friends and, and family. Because both, both things are very important. Another thing I want to read is by uh, Jared Wabick. He is a, one of, a favorite writer of mine. And it says, Your skin is still warm from your little walk through hell. And even if the world does not 
know what you've been through. It's going to feel your heat. I love that so much because our character is forged through our struggles. The heat is most absolutely necessary. We just got to keep pushing. And don't think that you're pushing forward by yourself because there's millions upon millions of people pushing too. And they may not be able to push push it for you. This is something that we have to push, you know, with ourselves. And I pray, I pray with, that, you know, all of you choose to you push with God as well. But we're definitely not pushing alone. There are so many other people pushing and moving forward in the trenches. <laughs> and so don't think that you're alone in this process. Not for a second. And, and just keep, keep pushing. Keep crawling. Whatever it takes. Just moving forward. I hope y'all join me again. So that we can keep growing together. So that wraps up episode two. Thank you guys for sticking around. Oh man, I I have so much more to say on that. And I feel like I didn't even get to half of what I wanted to say. Like I said, guys, this is a passion project for me. And I just uh, I, I was talking about with I, I was talking about this with someone earlier today and I almost should have just recorded <laughs> then because there is there's a lot that is just on my mind and on my heart that I want to I want to get out and you know I think that's I think that's just I think that's important I, I think that you know while you're going through this process while while you're going through this growth you know sometimes it helps you know, if it's part of your self-care to journal about it, to, you know, write about it, you know, to draw pictures, make songs, make a podcast about it, and, you know, just do whatever, you know, you need to do to, you know, acknowledge the process and, you know, have, you know, something tangible that you can look back and see your growth. You see, I see I'm about to get back into, about to get into a, another, another uh, podcast right here with you guys. Um, anyway, so I don't think I'm definitely not done on that topic. I definitely think I could go into some more things. Um, but you know, thanks for listening. I think that next time's topic is going to be about being real, uh, whatever that means. I'm not sure yet, uh, but I'm sure God does. So we'll see. I do truly hope to see you guys on the next one. Take care and God bless. (laughs) 